October 5th, Brett. We're back. We are back. Um, uh, podcast magic. This is actually our second recording session. Um, this, I feel like, is where the franchise starts to go downhill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to spoil anything, uh, but I'm going to say with the exception of one of the next uh, batch of movies, uh, this is where the franchise takes a dip. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um so we're going to spoil the shit out of this like we always do. Um, and I'm just going to come right out and be like, this is one of those movies in the franchise. They're like, what if it's a Jason movie and Jason's not in it? A great idea, right? Yeah, right. Great character of the movie that everybody can't wait to see. And, you know, let's just not let's not put him in it. No, I'm going to be honest. Um, I haven't watched this movie in a, in a few years. So I'm kind of counting on you and your expertise to... Mm. To fill me in here, but I do remember hating this movie when it when it when I first saw it, um, and being like, "What the hell was this bullshit?" Uh, I remember that the kills weren't very satisfying. Um, the I don't know, just it took place like a big chunk of it took place at like a group home rather than mm-hmm. at the camp. It was near the camp, yep, um, but at a group home, uh, and uh, and then like I said, it's not even fucking Jason. Um, so to, to, to cover where we were yesterday in, uh, in real time or not real time in podcast time, uh, Corey Feldman played a kid named Tommy Jarvis who shaved his head and fucking killed the shit out of Jason. Probably the best part of this movie is that they had a, uh, special, what was it called? Special like cast or whatever. Special. Like a uh, cameo? Yeah. Where he was in it. For Corey like, Feldman? Yeah. For like a few seconds, you know, at the beginning, that was about it. Yeah. Um, so, so he played Tommy Jarvis in part four, which we both liked, to, uh, part four. We both thought that's up there. Mm-hmm. Top tier, oh. top tier Friday the 13th movie. So they bring back the Tommy Jarvis character, uh, but a few years older and traumatized and living in a group home. Yeah. Uh, and so it's Tommy Jarvis. I, I forget who plays him. Uh, but, uh. Um, it's 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 John Shepard sure. as Tommy Jarvis, and uh, not good, no. <laughs> not good. Uh, I love though, and I, and I do remember this, um, that uh, there's like an old man who lives near uh, the the group home, and uh, he's all pissed off because. Uh, uh, the, there's a couple from the group home who who always who are always fucking on his property. Yeah. Now, if that were me, if I were an old man and there were a couple like horny teenagers and I kept catching them getting it on on my property, I'd be like, "That's pretty goddamn hilarious." <laughs> right. No, it's actually it was actually uh, what's her name? Um, I can't remember the actress's name, but it was her and her son that owned the property, and she was like a crazy woman. And the son was like just a nutcase, dumb shit, you know, whatever. Yeah. And uh, to your point, like, you know, I don't know how bothersome, you know, two kids fucking on their property would be because like it's all woods and you know whatever. But yeah. it's like a huge deal. A uh, little bit of trivia for you, Brett. Mm-hmm. Did you know that one of the horny teenagers, uh, the character was Tina McCarthy, 
Did you know what her last name was? Voorhees. Voorhees. How yeah, crazy is she that? She was in Playboy, too. Yeah. What? Really? Do you uh-huh. think that's why she got cast? They, there was, like, some, like, um, uh, what do you call it? There was some, like, uh, speculation. I think they even said that there was part of it. There was three different people that they were looking at. Yeah. And apparently um, part of the reason why she got it was the Voorhees, and there was another reason, too. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's awesome. Um, so, okay. So... We'll go through the plot a little bit, right? So they're at this institute, this group home or whatever. Uh, I, I don't even know. I, I'll let you cover a little bit. Yeah. Cause... So basically, to your point, it kind of starts the movie off with um, first they show um, what do you call it, Tommy Jarvis? Yeah, uh, the, Corey, the uh, Corey Feldman yep, version. Yep. yep. And kind of how he's having like this kind of you don't know it at the time, but he's kind of having this like bad dream. Um, of uh, basically two people digging up Jason, yeah, and then him coming back to life and killing them, and then him coming over to kill Tommy Jarvis, and right, you know, classic dream right before he gets killed. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, the older version of himself wakes up. He's in like a, a paddy wagon type of van, you know, yeah, being hauled off to um, what do you call it, to this this camp that's I you know kind of for people that um, you know either have special needs or people you know that are going through you know some mentally. Um, you know, tough times in their life, I guess. But, yeah. Uh, the guy, you know, obviously in the paddy wagon, they show the guy who, you know, the two workers, one driver, one passenger, you know, looking at, you know, nudies, you know, a classic <laughs> fa- fashion, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. They get to the place, you know, and they drop him off and, you know, he won't talk. He's very silent. The The camp lead, um, you know, tries to talk to him and he has his assistant, which is, um, I can't remember her name again, but... Um, she's kind of there to kind of help um, with all the different, you know, um, personalities that are on this camp. And, uh, you know, they're trying to get Tommy, Tommy Jarvis to understand kind of what the camp's like. And they kind of force him to talk a little bit. But that's it. He's got these, you know, kind of just problems, doesn't want to talk. You know, he's very um, kind of uh, just, you know, off in his own world, I guess. You know, not really part of the living the living world. He's just kind of lost in his own head. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, so it's basically that's how it starts. And then you start kind of getting introduced to some of the other casts. Members, um, at one point, he goes upstairs to his room, and that's where he meets uh, Reggie, which is uh, um, not technically, he's not part of the camp. His dad works there as a cook, but he's a kid that, um, you know, just has fun by, I guess, trying to scare. So he tries to scare Tommy Jarvis (laughs) um, with a spider, and uh, or a fake spider, I should say. And um, what do you call it? Tommy then scares him with one of his... uh, uh, what do you call it? personal mass that he makes? Yeah, uh, Tommy, you took it too far. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. He just, you know, so he ma- he makes uh, I, th- I don't know. He had like three or four there that he showed him and whatever, and you know they have this little like more bonding moment between the two of them. But yeah. um, then later on, you get kind of introduced to some of the other people, which um, you know there's all sorts of characters on this. There's a fat kid that you know. Yeah, the fat kid Joey. Yep, loves chocolate bars. They have like every pocket of his <laughs> has a chocolate bar hanging out. What, yeah. what stereotype are we trying to hit here? You know, <laughs> yeah. Um, he's also mentally challenged for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Whatever. You get to meet the two lovebirds. Yeah, you know yep, you later. Eddie on. and Tina. Yep. Um, and then um, it's Vic. Yeah, Vic. Oh, Vic. Yeah. So Vic is is key. Yes. To this whole movie, um, because at one point, uh, Vic goes nuts mm-hmm. and kills Fat Boy. Yep. Kills yeah. Joey yeah. with an axe, and he's arrested. Mm-hmm. So. He's not Jason. Nope. He's not. I mean, he's a killer, but he's not the killer. Yes. But this is key. This is, this is the, the fucking linchpin that the whole movie rests on. That exactly. Vic kills Joey, and and a couple uh, um, 
you know, the ambulance comes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and to pick up the body, right? Yep. Two paramedics that... One yeah. who seems to struggle with uh, Joey's uh, demise. Yeah. You know, and these are people who obviously have seen quite a bit of probably deaths and other types yep. of, um, you know, brutalities. Yeah. And uh, so that's... To John's point, kind of the key. That's key, the key. Yeah, key point of this movie. <laughs> yeah. So, shit continues. Uh, people get killed left and right, as as happens in a 92-minute uh, Friday the 13th movie. We get to the end, and uh, you know they, you know they're 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 luring Jason into a barn. Uh, and oh, you got something? I was just gonna say one one subtle other key thing to note here is. Uh, Jason's mask is slightly different than what we've seen in the past. You know, Jason's mask is white and red, and this Jason mm. has the blue stripes instead of the red stripes. Oh, yeah. And when there's visions, when people have vision, mainly Jarvis, when he has visions, the Jason has red stripes in his mask, just to kind of set the stage here. We'll uh, get to why. Yeah, okay. That's, that's a, okay. that's nice and subtle. I like that. Um, so uh, I, I should also mention that... Uh, uh, one of the dudes, they, so they're eating enchiladas at one point, and uh, fucking uh, Reggie's brother gets diarrhea from the enchiladas because it's the 80s, and I guess Mexican food gives you fucking <laughs> diarrhea, and uh, he gets uh, he gets killed in the outhouse. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good kill, I yeah. guess, right? Yeah, it's a good, you know, not, the, not the best way to go out, yeah. but, you know. Um, so the, you know, eventually they're like, holy shit, people are getting killed. And, you know, they realize Jason quote unquote is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, they lure, they being Reggie and what some chick named Pam, I forget her, forget who the hell that is anyway. Um, lure him into the thing. Uh, Tommy, uh, throws Jason from the window onto a bed of spikes, of course, cause this is like a video game apparently. And, uh, and um, Jason's killed. Back to the linchpin of this whole thing. Jason is not, in fact, Jason. It's one of the paramedics who came to pick up Joey. And he was so distraught because Joey was apparently his long-lost son. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so he was inspired by Pamela Voorhees. You know, avenging her murdered son, mm-hmm. so he decided to go back and kill the shit out of everybody yep. uh, at the group home. Exactly, and so the way the movie showed the different. So when Tommy had his visions, it was supposed to represent the real Jason. That's why he had the red uh, markings, whereas yeah. this Jason had the blue. So anytime he had the blue markings, you knew it was this imposter Jason, as some people will refer to him as. But um, yeah, and it, when they picked up the body of Joey in the beginning. Uh, they did mention, like, the, the, uh, the cops mentioned that there's nobody to contact. The the mother died and the father, they had no clue where, yeah. you know, he was. Well, long, you know, lo and behold, the big the big twist here is the, the father big twist. The paramedic, you know, watched his son at this camp and uh, went nuts. Yeah. Um, so that's the movie. Um, little bit A little bit of trivia here. Uh, it was cast under a fake title. Uh, so a lot of the actors did not were not aware they were even uh, going to be in a Friday the Thirteenth movie until filming started. Um, yeah, uh, this this is also uh, the the lead actor John Shepard, method actor apparently. 
He spent several months volunteering at a mental hospital to prepare for the role. Uh, and, and so he was super disappointed when he found out that he was actually going to be in a Friday the 13th oh my God. Uh, movie. That's hilarious. Another fun fact that now that you mentioned that, um, uh, what do you call? It? I was gonna mention. Uh, so all the the Jason or Friday the Thirteenth movies, when they had the like code name, yeah. they're all named after David Bowie albums. Because oh, nice. the Executive producer was like a huge fan, so every one of them was called after a David David Bowie album. That's awesome. Uh, so uh, the director, Danny Steinman, said that he basically shot a fucking porno in the woods. You wouldn't believe the amount of nudity that they cut out of the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, it's crazy because he actually had, the director actually had a lot of, um, He I can't remember exactly the story behind him, but he actually worked as a director in the porn industry, or at least yeah. in some capacity. So he uh, apparently had, a, like, not the best director per se for a movie, but, you know, he had that kind of, like, you know, porn, porn look, but... In the movie, yeah, there's barely any, barely anything. Um, on top of that, you know, a lot of the kills, and to, to granted, a lot of these movies, especially the ones coming up, yeah. the kills get absolutely annihilated when it comes to the the ratings. Yeah, they had to remove so much um, of the gore and stuff. I'm not sure much about this movie, but I know in the the next ones that we'll be talking about here shortly, the the ratings just destroyed some of these films yeah. from what they were trying to show. It'd be awesome if they got the whole rights situation figured out so they could re-release like you know like remastered cuts of it and stuff. I was thinking the same thing, but apparently a lot of the um, I know at least for they part seven, a lot of the footage is gone, which sucks. Uh, but it, what stuns me is that this is the same time, or at least some of these are the same time that um, what do you call it? Nightmare on Elm Street was released. And that movie's all sorts of fucked up when it comes to like what <laughs> yeah. they show you. Yeah, you know, so it's like it's how bucket do they, loads yeah, of blood. how do they get by with uh, yeah. with their you know scenes and Jason gets cut like all over the place. Yeah, so. that's crazy. All right, so this was made for two point two million, and pretty good, man. It made ten times the bank back. It made twenty two million bucks at the box office. Not bad for a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have my theory that it did well because everybody thought it was a Friday the 13th movie. Yeah. And, you know, the box office shows these high numbers because everybody's excited to go, but once they go, yeah, they're they like, realize, Fuck. yeah. And then it, you know, it's not, so it paints, I think it paints a picture that's not super accurate of what the actual product was. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's rate it. How many, uh, how many hockey masks you given this one? So it's 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 definitely tough because I mean either way it's going to be low no matter what in my yeah. my regards but it's tough because you know there are some you know interesting parts there are some funny parts of the movie kind of thing the kills kind of suck because again most of them are just a typical slash scene there's not a lot of creative kills there are a couple cool ones where they take a, um, I can't remember what those straps are called but the horse straps where you tighten them with a piece of wood or whatever and yeah. it kind of crushes some well he crushes somebody's skull basically with it and then. Um, there's another one I can't recall off the top of my head, but there's a couple good ones. But other than that, it's pretty low. I mean, honestly, it's one of my least favorites, so I'd have to give it like two out of five at best, maybe a that's, one. That's where I'm at. I'm at two on this one, and I was leaning toward a one, but yeah. I'm saving my one for a little later. Uh, this this is uh, it's not it's not the worst of the movies, but. Um, it's down there. It's definitely like I said I at the I'm top. Not, I think I see a debate coming here. Really, <laughs> I, 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 at the it's it's definitely uh, one of my least favorites. So that's it, and uh, they get better a little bit. Oh, yeah. Never mind. 
I'll save that for next time. Save it for next time? Oh, you got to tune in tomorrow. Got to tune in tomorrow. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you.